Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Week, I believe it comes out on Wednesday. We need to talk about the golden path to beating inflation without a recession. And finally, I want to issue a challenge. I want to issue a challenge to all of you at One Rental at a Time because I am excited for 8% mortgage rates and I'm not sure all of you are getting it yet. Folks, let's get into it. First, let's talk about Austin Goolsby. Austin Goolsby is one of those Fed presidents we don't hear from a lot, but when he talks, you should pay attention. Austin Goolsby is out talking about there is a golden path to lower inflation without a recession. Now, some people are taking this discussion that the Fed is trying to re-engineer the business cycle. The Fed is saying things out loud, if you will. Let's set a few things straight. Recessions are 100% part of the business cycle. They absolutely are. I do not believe this theoretical talk track that the Fed never wants to have a recession again. They know they are part of the business cycle. They are always focused on the war or battle in front of them. And it should be obvious that the Fed has been fighting inflation. They've raised 500 basis points, the fastest percentage on record. Now we are going to start to see, are they done? Are they going higher? What is coming? More on that later. But again, Austin Goolsbee is saying, you know what? We can beat inflation without a uh, recession. He is confident that inflation could be tamed without a recession. Folks, what I believe Austin is looking at is Wednesday's inflation print. Wednesday's inflation print is the last one before the Fed meeting. We will have a July PCE reading, but it is after the Fed meeting. So I think what he might be doing, might be doing, stress the word might, is laying the groundwork just in case CPI print is, as I expect, 2.9. I still cannot fathom with what was a weak Friday's payroll number at 209,000. We will talk about the payroll number a lot more in my Friday financial wrap-up, which I will record momentarily. But Friday's number was weak. There was a significant downward revision to past months. So unlike the ADP report, which again, we will talk about in a subsequent video, the job market is showing cracks. I believe an inflation print in the twos, 2.9 specifically, may give the Fed cover to pause again. Now, of course, they will talk tough. They will talk about data dependency and all this other nonsense. I'm still in the camp that they will not raise. I have to tell you, it's a very, very small island. Last I checked, 95% of experts are calling for a July raise. I will not change my opinion. If I'm wrong, 
I will simply admit it. There's nothing wrong with being wrong when you take bold calls. So again, going to be very, very interesting. And then finally, we need to watch, this is again, Austin Goolsby. Credit contraction is acting like Fed rate increases, right? So the Fed is getting their work done without having to raise rates. That is again, something I believe we should be watching, credit contraction. It is getting hard to get loans. This is what we've talked about, right? It's gone from a four on a scale of one to 10, a four to a six, and I think we're going to go to an eight or a nine. It's going to get hard. Credit contraction, uh, reduced liquidity, is acting like Fed rate increases. So again, I will hold to my uh, no Fed rate increase in July, but again, CPI on Wednesday will be important. Let's talk about why I am legit excited for higher rates and let's issue a challenge. I wanna thank all the One Rental at a Time fans that come back to watch this daily show every day. I wanna thank you if you've subscribed. We are a short, folks, check it out, 2,500 people, 2,500 people uh, away from 50,000. We're almost there. Could you like, subscribe, comment, share with your friends? Let's get there sooner than later so we can start planning a party in Vegas. So yeah, 2,500 away. But back to my point, my challenge. I had this Twitter, I don't know what you call them, tweet debate with some somebody yesterday. And he was saying that, hey, you real estate bulls, nothing cash flows at 8%, what are you doing, blah, 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 blah. Folks, change your mindset. If you're offering list price at 8%, of course, nothing cash flows. So I want to issue this challenge. If you are a one rental at a time fan, and if you are a one rental at a time student, especially if you're one of my students, please take this challenge today. I want you to find a property that is in your buy box, whatever it is. I want you to do the math and figure out the yield at list price at 8%. For most of you, that is probably negative. What I want you to do is think about all the creative ways you could increase the yield or the cash on cash by 3%. Folks, your mindset is getting in the way. If you are looking at list price and now mortgage rates are 8% or heck 9% or heck 10%, and you don't see that as a good thing, you're missing it, you're missing it. Higher rates hurt everyone. Your job, your job is to do the work. What does that mean with higher rates? Simply said, you do what I am doing. You run your numbers, you figure out average, you then add two, three, four points, whatever is for you, and you write offers that make sense with eight, nine, or 10% cost of capital. Who cares if it's less than list price? Write the offer. Who cares if you need some seller financing at zero or one or 2%? Who cares? Write the offer. You're not gonna get shot. You're not limited on number of offers. Get out of your head. Higher rates are a good Thing. Less buyers, less competition, 
If you're a seller and you're trying to sell a home at eight or nine or 10%, you're probably motivated. Folks, get out of your head. 8% mortgage rates are great. 9% mortgage rates are great. It affects everyone. It's not just you. So please, if you simply believe that nobody can cash flow at 8%, you're not paying attention. In fact, just over the last 48 hours, we've got all of these cards to send out from people doing the work. So Christopher, congratulations. Cody, congratulations. Sam, congratulations. Actually, Sam, you get two. You got your first golden ticket and a second one. Congratulations. And Andy, your golden ticket. Folks, following one rental at a time, better yet being a student of one rental at a time, you know what this is all about. Right? Disrespectful offers from Valuetainment. Patrick Bet David, thank you. Oh, I forgot who said that. I think Wealth Building Journey. Absolutely right. How did I get 30% off two fixers? I wrote the offers. How did I get 10% off 30-year money below 5% and 10K credit on a new build? I wrote the offer. And again, I wrote lots of offers. Remember my story about Vegas? I wrote a seller financing deal at $2.5 million. That the sell I wrote it at 2.2 for a 2.5 listing. He said, no, who cares? Move on. I found another listing at 1.5 that I would have done at 1.2. Who cares? They said, no, move on. It's okay. Writing the offer needs to be celebrated. Get out of your head. This is, this is our time. Higher rates hurt home buyers. Higher rate hurt first-time home buyers. Higher rates don't really impact investors. It hurts everyone equally. So write a better offer. And if you need help, just buy the course. We, I'm giving you $100 in goodies. If you buy the mentorship, you get 450 bucks in goodies. And oh, by the way, there's a lot of people that bought in the last 48 hours. Thank you so much. Don't forget to join the amazing Facebook group with 2,000 other people doing the work. Again, it's free and worth the entire cost of the session, which is pretty cool. So again, the challenge. Find an opportunity and think about all of the creative ways you can increase yield 3%. I can think of five ways without even thinking very hard. How many could you think of? Leave comments below. CPI, we've got to get ready for CPI. Part of getting ready for CPI is understanding what the experts say. So here we go. Experts say that headlining inflation, which will be on Wednesday, will be 3.1. Last month was four. Okay, 3.1. Core, they are expecting to be five. Last month was five, three. So those are the big numbers. Those are the ones that will be talked about. But we should also talk about month on month. Month on month headline and month month core are actually expected to be the same at 0.3. Last month, headline was 0.1 and core was 0.4. So core would be coming in from last month, headline would be going up. Now, I have been out over my skis. I came out weeks ago and said it's gonna be 2.9. I am not gonna change. If I miss, who cares? 
but I think there is still a very good chance that CPI prints lower than expectation. There is a chance, and I'm going to stay out on the limb probably all by myself, that we are going to get 2.9 headline. And I will do you one better. We will get 4.9 core. So headline will have a 2 and core will have a 4 on it. 2.9 and 4.9. Why not? Let's just, let's just see what happens. It's three days away. Other things happening next week, just so you know, we get a bunch of Fed speak on Monday. We got three Fed presidents speaking. We will also get um, two more Fed speak on Wednesday. Uh, we will get PPI on Thursday, producer price index, and initial jobless claims, and we will close out the week with consumer sentiment. Lots of stuff going on this week. Morningstar, man. Our, dude, one, just thank you for being a part of One Rental at a Time. All of you watching right now, thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, we're 2,500 away from 50,000. Let's get there. Like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. But where I was going with this is I want to thank Lance Lambert. Lance Lambert, obviously a great follow on Twitter, Fortune Editor, comes back every Thursday on this channel. He sent out a tweet yesterday that shocked me. I am not shocked very often. I read economic data seven days a week for 20 plus years. This one shocked me. Morningstar. Morningstar. Let me make sure I get it right. Yes, Morningstar. First thing they did is they summarized why the Fed broke housing. 96.3% of mortgages, 96.3, have an interest rate below 6%. 91% of mortgages are below 5. 70.7 are below 4. Dude, 70% of loans are below 4%? And we wonder why the housing market is broken. And then finally, 26% of loans below 3%. You know what, folks? Let's get the comments going. If you have a mortgage below 3%, just raise your hand, say hi, something in the comments. I want to hear how many One Rental at a Time fans have mortgages below 3%. And if you're lucky enough to have more than one, let's hear about it. Again, 26% of loans below 3%. So here are the calls. Again, I preface this by saying I am not shocked often. This one got me. Morningstar is predicting that the average mortgage rate in 2025 Again, 2025 and average will be that many, 4%. I can't imagine an average of 4%. An average of 4% means much of the year we are in the threes. I can't see it. Frankly, I'm not even sure I want to see 4% mortgage rates. In order for us to get 4% mortgage rates, what has to happen? My opinion, something needs to break hard. Banking, financial system, Europe, who, who knows? Can you imagine 4% in 2025? If we had 4% mortgage rates, again, not my call, Morningstar, I love bold Carl's. Shout out to the team at Morningstar. You got me. You shocked me. But think about 4% mortgage rate and what would happen to housing. 
just think about that. All the things we've talked about for years. What would happen to housing? Oh my goodness. Oh, sheesh. 4% mortgage rates, real estate agents and mortgage brokers would love, 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 love that. We would unlock so much demand. We did 4. what? 4.2 million transactions in the last month, something like that. We could probably jump to 6 million. It is 4%, I think four and a half. I think four and a half is the number, but if we go to 4%, demand is unlocked. Can you imagine? Man, shout out Morningstar. They got me. I, it's not very often I'm surprised. All right, we got to talk about foreclosures because all the doomers are going to put out videos and I want you to be aware. I want you to be informed. It is mathematically correct to say foreclosures have doubled. It is mathematically correct. It is also pointless and worthless. Why do I say that? Well, let's talk actual numbers, actual numbers. So first and foremost, let's get a scale. Let's understand what was happening in a normal market. How would you like to look at Q1 2019? Q1 2019, we are a year away from this crazy housing market. Q1 2019, we did 150,000 foreclosures. That boils down to 50,000 a month, just run rate, 50, 50, 50 equals 150. So how many foreclosures did we do in 2023 Q1? Drum roll please, 100,000. We're not even back to baseline. And that is after foreclosures were essentially illegal for two years, perhaps three years. We should be seeing a spike in foreclosures, just the backlog, but we are not. So the actual number of foreclosures in May, up to 35,196. So if you took 35, shoot, let's round it to 36,000, although that's not very good rounding, but let's just say it's 36. That would be 108,000 units. Again, 150 was our run rate in Q1 2019. So again, if somebody's trying to scare you with foreclosure numbers being up 100%, you can feel good that mathematically that's correct and more importantly, feel good knowing that it's absolutely bullshit and it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, okay? Oh, and then lastly, don't forget, you are one week away from becoming a better stock investor. Dan Bird is our Sunday guest and he has graciously agreed to give us three hours of his time next Sunday, July 16th. You can watch Dan Bird's playlist and realize he has been on point for 18 months. Better yet, you can get three hours of education around risk management, position sizing, a risk calculator, all of those things that he has been teaching me in those three hours. For a measly $47, you are going to get the opportunity to interact and ask questions. More importantly, and I stress this, more importantly, 
you are going to get the video after. Dan Bird, somebody I've known for 20 plus years, will impart so much information that you and I will not be able to retain it. But you and I can rewatch the video. You and I can rewatch 10, 12, 15 minute chunks whenever the heck we want. For 47 bucks, you get the opportunity to interact, you get the actual video, and if you stick around till the end, you will get the chance to ask about a stock that is in your portfolio or maybe you are thinking about. I will admit to being shocked. We have sold 85 seats to this event. I paid to have a bigger room. I usually cap out at 100. I paid a little money so this room could be 200 people. Don't make it like a wasted couple of bucks. I did this because I was hoping that lots of one rental at a time fans would want to be better stock investors, just like me. I suck. I'm an emotional investor who understands that and needs the dry rules of the road that Dan has. You need to be at this. I know Sunday is not a great day. I don't care. If you can't make it, buy the event and just watch the video over and over and over again. It will of course be better if you're there so you can get your questions answered, but Sunday is rough for many people. Buy the event today so you know you get the video. Alrighty folks, I'm gonna go record the daily financial news for Friday and Saturday momentarily. Alright folks, take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Like, subscribe, comment. Don't forget this challenge. How to take a deal that you're looking at today and increase it three points. I can think of five ways right now. How about you? Part of this is getting the mind right, being ready to take advantage. 8%, 9%, 10% mortgage rates is great news. Have that mindset. Have that mindset because everybody pays it. Write better offers. All right, everybody, take care of yourself. 2,500 more. Like, subscribe, comment, ask your friends to join. Let's just get to 50,000 so we can go spend some money. All right, bye-bye.